and welcome to our podcast series, Cyber Protection Conversations with TD Synex and Acronis. I'm Dan Kimber, and to give you a bit of background on myself, I've been at TD Synex for nine years in various guises, um, but I've been managing the Acronis business in the UK since April. Throughout this series, we'll be, looking to, we'll be discussing hot topics in the cyber world, I'll be hosting industry specialists and a key partner, which is basically a lot of clever people and myself, uh, discussing things such as cyber threats, ISV integrations, cyber insurance, and looking at the world through an MSP's eyes. I hope you enjoy the series uh, and look forward to listening. Okay, it's a pleasure to announce uh, Natalie Shearer and Maria Foskett for this episode. Um, Maria, would you like to give us a quick introduction? Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, so, you know, my name is Maria Foskett. I'm the Regional Marketing Manager the UK and Ireland at Acronis. Um, I came on board start of the year. Um, my background is very much channel marketing, um, both vendor, DISTE and um, agency side. So an overall breadth of marketing input, hopefully. Thanks, Maria. Matt? Hi, hi, Dan. Hi, Maria. So yes, I'm Natalie. So I'm Senior Alliances Manager at Acronis. I've been at Acronis now two and a half years. Um, prior to my current role, I worked as a Distribution Account Manager. Um, looking after TD Cynics actually in the UK. Um, my current role um, is recruiting ISVs into the Cronus ecosystem as well as managing some of our alliance partners to drive revenue and activation. So when I say activations we mean um, the number of partners that are using our integrations. So yes I'm here today and thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so as we sort of just based on what you said, Nat, our, this episode will be focused around ISVs and integrations. Um, but I think to start at a very basic level, um, could you just tell us what an ISV is? So an ISV um, to Acronis, I'll probably start from, from that perspective. Um, so basically, we identify an ISV as a company that owns its own intellectual property rights, um, that to own rights to its software product and code that actively sells their own software and products. And the key there is that it's their own software and products and they don't sell um, third parties. So that's um, the ISVs that we're targeting are them that have their own IP and that can sell onwards. And they're the ones we're really interested in um, integrating with, but also we also ask the question of, they need to be MSP focused. As you know, Acronis is fully channel, channel focused. Mm-hmm obviously selling through TD Cynics um, in a number of different regions. So yeah, we need to make sure they are MSP focused, their product is MSP focused. And also it can be that they're currently selling through the channel um, or they want to be selling through the channel. So they're, they're the sort of ISVs that we're sort of targeting. Yeah, and and, sorry, I was just gonna say layman's terms, what does ISV actually stand for as an acronym? Just independent software oh. vendor, so yeah. There we go, just for for the basics. We we love an acronym, don't we, in the the tech industry? (laughs) Yeah, and on that note, you've probably had engagement with Marianne um, within TD Synex, who does a similar role for us, um, focusing on ISVs, um, because as you can imagine, at TD Synex, with the number of vendors we've got and the growing market of ISVs, it's definitely a a focus area um, where there's going to be a lot of opportunity moving forward. Um, But I suppose on that note... um, why is it that Acronis are focusing on building out ISV integrations? So I guess um, from Acronis, we start at the basic level in terms of Acronis' mission statement. So our mission is to protect all data, applications and systems. But what we don't say is buy Acronis, and that part's really, really important. 
Um, we're sort of because the crazy is not a vendor of solutions it's actually a platform which we deliver best in breed including our own solutions as well as other vendors now that might be contradictory and you might think that's a bit strange but actually we know there so if we take for example in the security space there's over 3,000 vendors you know that's quite a minefield mm. for uh, an MSP to, to mm. navigate but they also equally to that they might have their own preferences as to um, which vendor I speak, they, they would like to use. Now, I'd like to say that uh, Acronis delivered the whole stack, um, security, back, back up everything, but you know we don't. Um, so we need um, other vendors to help complement that. And we want to work with those MSPs to deliver those solutions that makes it easy for them to deliver their service to their, to their customers. I think it's it's about it's not just being a jack of all trades, is it, and a, and a master of none to use the use the old phrase. It's it's being able to sort of recognise where people have got their strengths and and what that can what they can bring to to the table as well. Um, you know, like they say, sort of when you're hiring people, you want to hire people that can do a better job than you because you know it's it's about that sort of humility, I guess, and and working with. A number of different vendors and being able to offer our customers and partners the best solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Acronis is really laser focused on simplifying that managed journey for the MSP. Um, our proposition to um, the MSP is, um, and why they like us as well, is that we have the ability to consolidate and drive down the operational costs within our platform. I know we hear a lot of the time everybody talks about a single pane of glass, but you know that's what Acronis is delivering, and with these integrations they can integrate into our platform and what it means in terms of from an MSP it's really efficient and easy to use they don't have to go from one console to another we know if you have a number of MSPs or um, with lots and lots of different vendors on board it's quite hard to navigate the cost of that can can increase dramatically so what we're here to do is um, have the MSP at our forefront of our mind and want to deliver best in breed and good service to to those MSPs. And is there any, there might, there might not be, but is there any sort of form of criteria that we look for in terms of best of breed? Um, I guess they, they have to want to integrate with, with Acronis, obviously um, there is development that takes place, so that is on the ISV side of things, so um, they have to want to be able to do that and they have to be able to add that into their, their roadmap as well and obviously see it as a, a really um, uh, great thing to do. Um, nine times out of ten the conversations that I have with um, potential integrations is they want to know is there um, a customer base already there that want to use this or an MSP base um, so which is why it's really great to have MSP feedback on uh, which integrations they, they want to see um, but yeah so all in all it's a sort of a rounded approach we need to ask MSPs um, who, who they want on board equally we need the ISV to, to want to integrate with us and I think it comes back to the main thing is you know we need to make sure they are channel focused and um, have that set up because um, there's a number of different um, integrations that they'd want to integrate with us but they're actually more targeted at end users rather than okay. than the MSP mm. stack. Yep. What's the, the biggest benefit I suppose for, for, for partners in terms of working with ISVs and why why they want to do that because um, it's something we touched upon in the in one of the other episodes. Is um, one thing that ve- uh, that partners are looking at is consolidating vendors, I suppose, because there's so many mm-hmm. out there at the moment. So yeah, I suppose the question is what what's the be- the key benefit of working with ISVs for for MSPs? 
So the main thing, you said it there, is the consolidation piece. You know, um, it's quite hard in terms of the resources, in terms mm. of um, uh, personnel resources, to have that um, ability to, to manage all those different um, integrations, or not integrations, sorry, those different, um, say, in security stack or, mm-hmm. or backup or whatever it is. You know, that takes quite a lot of resource to know those individually and what's happening. You know, what we offer is they can manage that all in our system and they don't have to completely learn a new new area and it's all very easy and to manage through one place. But also from a MSP perspective um, and customers, it, we know that if um, when they try Cronus and they're taking out an integration um, in that trial period, they're more times as likely to, to sign up to to Acronis. So from an Acronis's point of view, you know, they, for want of a better word, um, they're much more sticky with mm-hmm. our sort of product. And the more integrations they use, the more data that we, we sort of have, and the more the integrations work. So for example, um, we've just taken on board, I think it's DataStream, which is a cyber insurance um, integration. Um, and the, the what they have to do for that is um, populate questionnaires you know to to go through that cyber insurance and validation so the more integrations that we have the more that are used it can pre-populate that data so it makes it a lot easier more streamlined um, for for MSPs to to use and I guess looking from our perspective as well if our competitors are offering those solutions and and different Mm. access for for MSPs as well then that's you know it's kind of a no-brainer as to why we'd think of doing it and why we place such importance on it as well. Yeah, and suppose having that specialist element of it because as you going back to what you said, Marie, you can't have that. It's impossible to cover everything. There's so Absolutely, many. Absolutely, yeah. Again, yeah. Um, referencing this, another another plug you've done there, Nat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you reference cyber insurance, which oh, we're yeah, we're covering with Ed. Yeah. But um, oh, okay. <laughs> going back to um, what we discussed with Andy this morning, and if you just listen to the episode around cyber threats the amount of different threats there are and um, avenues you need to be aware of to be to ensure your business is secure this it's just impossible to cover everything so you, yeah. to be that jack of all trades it's it's impossible so having the specialisms from each ISV um, and bringing in people where they're strong yeah um, can only sort of strengthen your products I suppose yeah having that best of breed criteria yeah. as well obviously like you said it's, it's no good having a great ISV if they don't want to work with the channel or with us so mm-hmm. I think one good um, example really um, is slightly different um, from the integrations that I'm necessarily bringing on board but we have um, as you know we have advanced packs at um, Acronis a number of different advanced packs we're bringing on um, more and more advanced packs as we go advanced automation has obviously just been released as well Um, but one of the um, advanced packs we released um, a year or so ago is um, email security and I think it's it's um, well known that that is provided by um, Perception Point, mm-hmm. and that is a fully integrated within our platform. Um, you don't have to go out of the platform um, to, to access it, but obviously, as we know, like 90% of, of threats come via email, so we felt that that was a really important um, area to have installed into the Cronus stack. Yeah, so that's um, a good example of that integration, but that is also a skew on our. Um, price list as well. I think yeah something that's probably unique as well with that or relatively unique is that um, it comes with the managed stock obviously for email security which is I, I don't know how many products offer it but I don't think it's particularly widely um, included so it's just again having that specialism within that mm-hmm. um, brings the added value I suppose. Yeah that I mean totally that incident response team that is offered through um, 
advanced security uh, acronus is um sorry advanced eval security um is amazing um i think no one else sort of offers that and if they do offer it it's um an additional um price point as well so um and we talked about the example actually only the other week about how um um the incident incident response team actually identified uh, a bank transfer that was about two hundred fifty thousand that was um stopped because um somebody had infiltrated that that system and actually stopped that transfer from going ahead through the incident response team yeah that's real i was i was just going to say we've got examples of that but you, you beat me to it so it's <laughs> a great real world scenario well it's actually um so the incident response team in that actually scenario stopped stopped the email going through um actually then the service provider actually then released it because they, they felt it was okay but then the incident response team from the advanced email security actually then phoned them up and they put a stop on it yeah. but yes it was um, which is a great scenario in terms of that $250,000 I think it links back to Andy's podcast yeah. as well then because you know we were talking about the, all the different threats and kind of you know how it can all sound quite scary but how you know so how we can help support and, and tackle that mm-hmm. as well um, I think one a few years ago actually was to do with um, a football team and a uh, Danish football team and transferring money for um, a player. Oh, um, wow. The first transfer went through, um, the second transfer um, had been infiltrated, the email had been infiltrated and the bank details changed. So yeah, it's definitely um, out there and proving to be, be an issue, but yeah. So maybe that's why transfer fees are so high these days. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, they're not getting the money. <laughs> yeah. But no, you, you mentioned um, obviously perception point in the email security. Now, um, in terms of other, other popular integrations of the Cronus, um, what what is there, I suppose? So we do. Um, so I think I was asked this question the other day in terms of the ones that are most used, so the m- number of activations, I guess, we have against um, a number of different iterations. Now, a lot of them are PSA, RMM related, mm-hmm. um, but that's why I wanted to, you know, we are moving towards other areas like monitoring. So um, this week alone, Zabbix will be launched as an integration. We also have a SIEM connector as well, which will make that um, that easy to, to connect. Um, but yeah, we have the likes of ConnectWise, um, Dato Atera um, from the PSA RMM stack. Um, but yeah, we're working much more on increasing the um, categories that we sort of cover. So I think we started the year somewhere around about 130-ish um, integrations. We're at about 190 at the moment and still building out that stack. But what I would say, it's really important what you really want to hear from from you guys, you know, which ones that you would find valuable, um, and then we could actually have a conversation about that as well. I suppose, yeah, on that note, if a partner's got an integration that they, they're keen to um, get a current tied in with, it, what's, what do they need to do for that? Um, so they just need to reach out, so um, they so can reach out through their PSM or account manager through um, Acronis. Mm-hmm. Equally happy for them to come through to you, Dan, or myself directly as well. And I'm more than happy to show showcase which integrations we have and also get them on a call with a solution engineer and how to activate that, that integration. Because um, it's great time in this podcast because we have all these integrations, but I'm not sure everybody's aware of them. Mm-hmm. So there'll be people... Um, Partners that are using um, Acronis that will be using um, ConnectWise uh, PSA or 
our elementals, but not aware of those integrations, and so use them separately. But um, there's lots of benefits to, to actually using them through through both. So yeah, I'm happy for them to, to reach out for to me or you. Equally, um, we do have a website. Um, it's solutions.acronis.com, which lists all of our integrations and all of the ones that we have that we're in conversations with that are coming as well to be released. Yeah, I think you said, as you sort of said there, you've got there's 190 or so at the moment, so there's bound to be some that people aren't yes, aware of. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's not an insignificant amount. Um, but I suppose just um, to cover it off in, in full detail, there's not, if a customer's working with someone, um, this is not a case of, oh, we've only got a handful um, of licenses, or whatever it may be, that we need uh, integrations for. It doesn't matter to Acronis, it'll still, you'll still take a look at it and it's not a case of, well, well it's only a small business so there's no, no value, you'll absolutely look at anything. Yeah, no, totally. Um, with We're obviously, like I said, laser focused on the MSV um, proposition. Um, they're, yeah, so happy to, to build that out. Uh, so Nat, yeah, we've obviously discussed um, the number of integrations you've got uh, Acronis have. Um, are there plans to expand on those further? I know we've obviously... I think you added 60 or so this year already, but um, moving forward, what are the plans? Yeah, so we're um, fully prepared to really push and drive the number of integrations we have at Acronis. Um, we've got um, a new launch coming out in a, f um, in a few months um, about, to make it easier, we're calling it the Acronis Cyber App Standard, which is a low-code UI-driven integration that allows an ISV um, to add new UI custom screens it's in development at the moment, but basically all of that jargon I've just said there means <laughs> <laughs> means the time it takes for an ISV to develop the integration into our system will be a lot quicker. Say if it takes five to six months, we're going to reduce that to one to three because we're trying to automate as much of that as possible to make it easier for, for an ISV to integrate so there's very little or none, no development work on, on their side. Um, and that it should be very user-friendly and um, yeah, intuitive for them to use. So yeah, we're, we're looking at that now. It's already mm -hmm. in development, so hopefully that will make it easier so we can bring many more integrations into the system um, as well. Yeah, sure, I think if we can get down to setting an integra integration up within a month, um, <laughs> that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'll hold it on your head. So if we revisit this in six months' time, and um, it's on it's on on record now, so um, we can reference this now. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we're all over social socials and everything else um, when it does all, all launch and everything. Um, but one point I did just want to add was the for from an ISV perspective, mm -hmm. um, we do have again a website um, that an ISV can sign up to. Um, it's um, developeracronus.com. Mm -hmm. So if they sign up to, to that, they just have to register, sign up to um, quick T's and C's. Um, what that does is give an ISV access to a, what we call a sandbox that they can start developing um, their, their integration. But equally, um, they need to reach out to us. Um, when they do register on that, they will get allocated um, a dedicated person to speak to them. Um, but in the meantime, obviously, feel free to reach out to me um, and Natalie Shearer um, at Acronis.com. So yes, I'm more than happy to do that. But yeah, we have um, a full um, technology partner program. Um, and there's different phases of that as well. Phase one is obviously the sandbox and getting that up and running um, before before launch. So yes. And just back to Dan asked the question, obviously about 
ones would are there any you wouldn't consider do we have like a cap at all or is it just you know we'll we'll keep going and get as many integrations as we can obviously with the caveat that they fit the best practice mm-hmm. you know benefits and everything at the moment yeah we, we're managing we're building it out so please just come with your suggestions of what you find would be really useful and yeah we'll work on it work on it together what we do ask though is if um, that partner's already using that integration it would be great to get that introduction to the ISV as well and yeah. um, so it's a sort of three-way rounded approach um, and we've seen much more success with that as well it makes sense yeah sounds like basically just making that as busy as possible yeah absolutely <laughs> but no, you just reminded me actually um we, we had an event at williams f1 recently um uh, which is again part of the um the perks of acronis and some of the sponsorships we've got um but we mentioned um all the integrations there and um those partners who attended that who as you sort of alluded to didn't weren't aware of the number of integrations we've got and they were using some of the some of the isvs that and again, just it was a case of that's I own and that's for existing partners. So um, yeah, there's such a breadth of um, integrations available. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's again just getting that message out is mm. as much of the, of the story as getting new ones on board. Yeah, no, so. I appreciate that, and thank you for the time um, to to speak at about integrations. Obviously, it's very close to my heart, my current role. But obviously, what I did say at the beginning is sort of um, part of my role is the integration side, but also the other part is sort of the alliance management mm-hmm. side as well. And just um, whilst I'm here at TD Cynics, it wouldn't go amiss without mentioning Google and the work that we're doing with Google to to drive that sort of side of the business. So happy to come in and speak more about um, the Google um, partnership um, going forward as well. Watch this space. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose then that a final call to action then. If um, we've got any ISVs who are looking to work with, with us, um, what is the process uh, they need to follow and who do they need to speak to? process is um can either email me directly and i'm more than happy to to work through and work through with those guys or um they can go on to developer.acronus.com um to sign up and, and register on the technology partner program so yeah that's that's all from me perfect thanks for having that it's been a pleasure brilliant thank you thank you guys great thank you thanks for listening to today's episode if you found any of the topics we've discussed useful, please do reach out to either myself or your TDCNX account manager. I'm looking forward to having you along to the next episode. Bye.